Hi, and welcome to the Trail to Austin, a place to get to know the people of Austin and how they became the people of Austin. Um, this is your host, Bob Morris. Uh, if I sound a little different today, we're using a little different mic setup, and we'll see how that works out and every, see if everybody's happy with that. Uh, today, Joel had a little family emergency, so he won't be joining us, um, but best wishes to him and his family. Uh, we'll see where, you know, I'm sure he'll be back next time, and, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, I'm not at the deli today. Uh, we are traveling again and yet another outdoor podcast, which I never thought I'd be doing outdoor podcast, but <laughs> hey, it's working out that way. So today I'm, I'm up in North Austin with uh, the gentleman who is the creator of the very popular YouTube channel, T-Roy Cooks. He um, has a ton of subscribers and... Uh, just, I, I really enjoyed his videos because it, he comes off very genuine, authentic, you know, and and just seems like he really enjoys what he's doing, so it makes it easy to watch. So with that, I'd like to welcome Troy Smith. I appreciate you having me on here, Bob. Uh, can't believe you uh, found yourself out there on YouTube land and decided to do an interview with me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's no, no trouble at all. I mean, it was a lot of fun. You know, I I saw the story that was on KXAN, I think it was, and yeah, you know, thought, also well, did uh, also did the live radio KLBJ, yeah, yeah, a little while back. That was fun. Yeah, and um, I thought, well, that's interesting. I, at that time, I didn't have a podcast, you know, so I was like, I went out and started watching your videos and was having some fun with it. But um, you know, then I thought, once I started this, I thought, well, there's somebody I'd like to talk to because. You know, they give you two minutes on KXAN or something like that. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting to do a little more long form and find out a little more about the behind the scenes and how this all came to be and, and stuff like that? Should be fun. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, no problem. So for my for my listeners, um, you know, who may or may not have much of your background, I'm thinking you, by the accent, you're from a little east of Boston? Uh, just a little bit. I grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah. So I've got uh, that Cajun background in my, yeah. my cooking, you know. Yeah, excellent. So um, how did you wind up making your way to Austin? Uh, in my early 20s, my parents moved to Austin. Uh, my parents had a upholstery business. Yeah. And looking for work, they moved to Galveston and eventually here to Austin. My sister graduated LSU as an interior uh, decorator, and she was in the business with my parents, and I was, I was there also helping in the business. And uh, eventually they decided to move a little further north up to the Tyler area. And I decided to, uh, well, they, they moved up there to be with my sister because she was having kids at that point, you know. Right. She got married Grandpa and had kids. <laughs> yeah, wanted to be by the grandbabies. So I stayed here in Austin because I liked Austin and uh, met my, my pretty wife here. And uh, just, I've been here ever since. I mean, I love Austin. Yeah. No, it's a fun town. I yeah. mean, that's, that's kind of why we do this podcast is because, you know, it's like, I... I moved here 27 years ago, and I couldn't imagine living anywhere else at this point. I mean, I'm, where am I going to find this better than this? So. Traffic's getting to be a pain. Yes, you know? it is. <laughs> but for, fortunately, fortunately, I'm retired now, so I can skip the the main traffic. You know, I can. I, I don't usually leave the house till like 9 a.m. Yeah. Because after 3 p.m., I don't leave the house. You know. So let's talk about that a little bit because I know you did something else before you did this YouTube channel. Yeah, I did. I, I worked for. Uh, local internet service provider for a little over 20 years and uh, I 
worked my way up. I started out there as uh, just a regular residential computer tech. You know, people mm -hmm. call in having trouble with their computer or getting online. I'd help them out. And eventually wound up uh, the last 10 or 12 years of uh, my stint there. I was like a, a network engineer. Mm -hmm. I would scan the network looking for vulnerabilities, looking for computers that were infected, those kinds of things, and then I would, I would mitigate that. Right. Okay. Cool. So now your channel. Let's, I, I know a little bit of the background, but I don't think my listeners do, so let's, uh, why don't you tell us how this all got started? Uh, it was about 2012. I, uh, my, my son was moving out of the house, had no clue how to do any kind of cooking. And I just got the brilliant idea. Turns out to be brilliant nowadays. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd put up some videos specifically showing him how to cook some of the meals he grew up eating. Put those videos up. I started gaining a following. And it just kind of took off from there. So uh, he's got videos he can watch if he needs to cook something. And uh, turns out a lot of my fans that I've accumulated over the, over the years have uh, enjoyed the videos and the recipes I've put up as well. Cool. No, I... I I love some of the, uh, the recipes that you put up and stuff. I, I have to talk to you a little later about some of the Cajun recipes. Sure, <laughs> sure. Not a problem. I, I love Cajun food, but, man, that's hard to cook, it seems like to me. Yeah, once you get the hang of it, it's all right. Yeah, no. It's like anything else, you know. I'm still learning how to cook Mexican. <laughs> See, that one seems easy to me. <laughs> I've been cooking that forever. Um, so, you... I know I first learned about you, as I told you a minute ago, um, through the uh, TV interviews that you had. And at that time, you had just hit 100,000 followers. And I think that was sometime last year, right? It was last summer, July, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked this week, and you're up to 270,000. Am I? Holy yeah. cow. Okay. Yeah. You were. I mean. <laughs> last time I looked, it was like 260 or something. But I'm, I'm usually, I'm gaining about 10,000, 12,000 subs a month. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, so just. For all you young YouTubers out there, you know, look at how many years he had to work at this. Yeah, now he's gaining that many a month, but, you know, don't be eating Tide Pods and stuff like that. Look, he's making a living at this, you know, sitting out in the backyard drinking, uh, you know, a scotch and grilling. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling and grilling. Yeah, That's absolutely. what I do. Have fun with it, man. So. It took, it took me a long time before I was able to get, like, past 5,000 subs. Yeah. And then it's like it just it just keeps growing exponentially. It's like once you hit a thousand, next thing you know you're a couple thousand. Next thing you know you're five thousand. Next thing you know you're ten thousand. You know it just it grows, and the, and the more subs you have, the faster you grow. Yeah, no, it I just know. takes time. When I noticed you've been real friendly to other YouTubers and stuff like that, helping them out. And yeah, I enjoy you know paying it forward. You know, I, I had some of the bigger YouTube channels help me when I was a younger channel, and I'm in turn now helping out the younger channels that I follow that I like and I think they've got some promise you know it's a lot of the people that start YouTube don't follow through they don't stick with it because they get disappointed and they're not getting subs fast enough you know um, so I kind of wait until they are past the thousand sub threshold or 1500 subs and maybe a year into it before I'll start helping them out you know yeah, no, that makes sense. But I got a bunch of them that call me or email me or direct message me on social media, asking me questions all the time. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you, you know, it's, I, I know I told you earlier, you've got to enjoy what you're doing, first off. And then it's just the reps. You just keep doing it and keep doing it. And if you're enjoying it, it's no big deal, you know, to do those reps and keep going. And eventually, people will like you or they won't, but, you know. 
you get, as long as you're enjoying it, it's no kind of a hassle to do the reps as much. Yeah, a, a lot of the channels out there that do get larger, mm-hmm. they wind up getting more focused about the money aspect of it. Yeah. And to me, that's that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. So I don't worry about the numbers. I don't worry about the money. I just enjoy what I'm doing. I have fun with it. And hopefully that comes through on video. That I mean, that's what we're doing. You know, yeah. We're just trying to have fun. I mean, we, we go talk to people and it's fun. You know, I get to learn about all kinds of different people and what their background is and what their, you know, where they come from. And just, you know, it's nothing more than sitting down and having a conversation with somebody. I mean, yours is different. You have to show people how to do stuff. So. Luckily, luckily, I know how to edit, though. I can yeah. edit, edit <laughs> those bad say. things out, yeah, and make sure the bloopers, you know, if sometimes I'll put bloopers at the end, but you Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Have you ever put together a blooper reel? No, I haven't, no. Oh, you should. Yeah, I've had, funny. I've had people ask me. It's uh, it's usually something stupid like a dog barking in the background, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to see you, like, drop a rack of ribs or something and be like, ah! I actually, I actually flipped a quesadilla over on my gas grill one time, and it was a blooper, but I left it in the video. I didn't take it out. But, yeah, I flipped it over, and it felt it came apart. It was all over, it was all over the grill. It was nice. crazy. <laughs> That's a long time ago, man. Yeah. It's amazing how something like that, I mean, that video is probably, you know, six years old, and, and I remember it. Oh, yeah. You know? And I remember others. Somebody will ask me a question about an older video I shot, and I'm like, oh, yeah, here's what I did, you know? It's, yeah. It's weird how I remember stuff like that. Well, so I know you do a variety of different things. Like um, like you said, you, you've done some Cajun recipes. I saw your um, gumbo recipe online. You know, obviously, you do a lot of grilling and stuff like that. Um, and you use a, a variety of different equipment, you know, because I know she always come back to the Weber Smoky Mountain. That's what I started out with. When I first moved out here to the Austin area and got into the videos on YouTube, I was just getting into the barbecue scene. You know, in Louisiana, we don't really have barbecue. What we call barbecue is, I guess, like in Australia, they just put something on the grill and that's barbecue. Um, The low and slow smoked barbecue that's authentic from, you know, Kansas City and Memphis and North Carolina and, and, you know, here in Austin. I had not had that before. So when I moved here to Austin, I started getting into that. And I wanted to learn how to cook it. My first smoker I bought was the Weber Smoky Mountain. And to this day, that is still probably my favorite to smoke on because it's so so easy to cook on. You know, you get your right. bed of coals lit in there and set the vents, put your meat on there, and that baby will go until it runs out of charcoal. It's usually about 10 or 12 hours. Nice. Yeah. So, and I know she your uh, your newest piece of equipment over there, the Grubbin. The Grubbin. I love that Grubbin, man. <laughs> I really do. It's a little pricey. It's more of a commercial-type cooker, um, but it is it is a beast. I love cooking on that thing. It's uh, It's got a firebox. It's basically an outdoor oven with a firebox sitting off to the side. And uh, and if you haven't seen it, check out. I, I got two or three or four weeks ago, I put up a video, a couple of videos cooking on it. But uh, it's it's just such such a joy to cook using real wood. And it's more of an indirect cook because the firebox is off to the side and that heat and smoke come up. The It's got a big, huge vent on the top lid. Yeah. And when you open that vent up, it just draws that heat and smoke up through the cooking chamber, which is the oven. So it's an indirect cook, kind of like an offset, mm-hmm. but it's different. It's fun. So have you ever tried, I'm um, like, meat? 
this is just a curiosity question. Make anything like breads or anything in, in there and see what the smoke does to the flavor? Or? I've done pizza, but I have pizza? not. I have not done bread. Uh, pizza turns out actually really good. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, and I'm sure if I cooked a loaf of bread, which this new oven I've got, I can definitely do that. Right. You know, I mean I, that thing will go anywhere from 200 degrees up to seven, eight hundred or more. Wow. So I can do all kind of cooking in it. Oh, make some nice pizza. At yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get my offset, my Lone Star Grill over there. I wouldn't want to get that cranked up to four or five hundred. That that would probably mess it up. But the Grevin, it's all stainless steel, marine grade. I can it right. can handle it. So yeah, that's your other one that I'm a little jealous of because that was what I was in the market for. Is come over and cook sometime, man. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll let you play around with it. I I love those. I was reading online. On, you know, all the different reviews of all the different types. And I know that guy's right over at... Um, Conroe. Conroe? Yeah. Yeah, the Lone Star Grills? Yeah. He's out of Conroe. Yeah, I was thinking Brenham for some reason, but yeah, Conroe. So, yeah, I was... I'm going to have to make a trip over there for some reason. And yeah. Things out. <laughs> I've, been, I've been wanting to take a trip up there to his uh, fabrication shop and just make a video for my fans showing how he fabricates the different grills. Yeah. You know, I did a, a similar type tour of the Yoder factory when I was going through Yoder, Kansas. Yeah. And I used to have the Yoder offset, mm-hmm. the Yoder Wichita. And uh, that was a fun tour. So I'm, I'm thinking it'll be fun to do the same thing with Lone Star Grills. So I know I asked you about this earlier, and, uh, you know, we can uh, we can touch on it however you want. But so it, at this point where you have this level of followers and stuff, do people send you stuff to um, actually try out and show off online? I've got fans that make rubs and sauces, and uh, they send me some every once in a while, and also companies, yes. Companies are contacting me all the time. Uh, I turn 99% of them down, though, because I don't, I don't want to bog my channel down with a bunch of right. you know, no, ad, advertising kind of stuff. You know? Just, if, if, if I like something, you know, and the company sends me something, if I like it, I'll go and buy it myself and use it on video when I want to use it. Okay. You know, I don't want to have to be indebted to a company. Nah. You know, saying, you know, you, you're going to make, you know, three videos the next three months of this product. I'm like, no, this is my channel. I'll do it the way I want. So, where, and I noticed you saying this a couple of times, but um, you get most of your stuff at HEB, right? I do. Yeah, I love HEB. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're great for you people outside of Texas. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've got a great grocery store here. <laughs> you know, I went into them one time um, and just... They didn't have it in the meat counter, and I said, I need some pork belly, and the guy says, come back tomorrow, and there it was. Yeah. So that's, that's the nice thing about them. They can get you wherever you need, basically, yeah, I, and they, you know, everything's always fresh and looks nice is. there. They've got a large selection, too. That's what I like. Yeah. But I, I've got my, my butchers at H-E-B. I've got their phone number and on my cell, and I give <laughs> them a dial. call. And, yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm coming in. Do you have this in stock? You know. Sweet. I need a prime ribeye or something, you know, so. They've yeah. always got the prime ribeyes, but like a prime brisket or something, you know? Yeah. So what are, what are some of the unusual cuts of meat you've cooked? Uh, rib cap. I would say rib cap. Uh, Lobel's of New York. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm still affiliated with them. You know, they, I'll call them and say, hey, I'm doing a cook. Do you want to provide the meat? And they're like, yeah, sure. When do you need it? You know, so it works out pretty well with them to have a, a meat purveyor that oh, I yeah. can talk to. And, and they've got really, really nice beef. But... Um, Rib cap, I would say. They sent me a rib cap one time, and if you're not familiar with what that is, it's basically a ribeye steak, and the center of the ribeye is the eye, and then you've got the rib cap, which is that area that goes around the eye. It's the outer edge of the ribeye that is the most succulent and tender part of the 
cow that I've ever had. And what Lobel's did is took a whole ribeye roast, cut the rib cap off of it. So what I wound up with was it looked like a, a wide skirt steak or a flank steak. Nice. And I grilled that baby up. I think I made some kind of like a, a balsamic sauce or something for it, if I remember right. And uh, that was that was some fine eating. And I want to say it was maybe Wagyu instead of just regular prime. Oh, nice. Wagyu's a little bit better. Yeah. Marbled. Yeah. <laughs> Melt in your mouth, goodness. I know. So what's but, some uh, of your other favorites you've... Uh... I wouldn't say favorites, but some of the other stuff. Uh, they've got this company out of California that's called Exotic Meats. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll just get a wild hair and order like some alpaca or uh, hmm. some, some some weird exotic animal that I've never tasted. I'll order some of that meat and then I'll do a cook on it. I haven't done that in a while. I probably should do that again. <laughs> but uh, I remember alpaca was real grassy tasting. Huh. <laughs> no, I know when we've gone to Colorado and stuff, I've eaten elk. Oh, I Nothing love, that exotic. I love, I love elk. Yeah. yeah, no, it was good though. It's, it's excellent. So um, you've got Quite a little setup here. You you can rotate your grills around for your video shoots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a Kamado Big Joe too, and yeah. um, it got to where this it was the original model. And when I would have to have the lid open after it got hot, the spring was not strong enough to keep it up. So I would trying to film a video, I'd have to hold the lid open with one hand or prop it up with a stick or something, which didn't look good on video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, so because of that, because I couldn't keep the lid open when I wanted to while I was filming, yeah. I wound up selling it. Yeah. You know, it was a great cooker. I just got tired of messing with it. Yeah, no, you can blame you. Yeah, but yeah, the ones I do have currently out here, um, Lone Star Grills sent me that grill. The Grubbin folks sent me theirs, and the other ones I've paid for. Nice. So um, you have a, a variety of techniques you can use then, since you get. All yeah, that. I try to I try to spread the love too. I don't if if I just did a video on my Weber Smoky Mountain next time, maybe I'll cook on my Lone Star Grill or uh, I'll do something on my my. Uh, uh, Weber kettle or uh, paper brow cooker. Uh, you know, I've got an assortment out here. I just try, just try to spread the love. So, something I was thinking about, I meant to ask you earlier, and I, it was funny coming back to it. So, you did this stuff for your son. What does he think about all this now? He still eats out more than he cooks. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, he... He's wanting to get into making videos because he can see I'm making money doing it, you know? Right. <clears throat> and uh, that's the reason a lot of people do get into it. I still, I got into it because of my son, and, and I just got, I kept doing it because I enjoy doing it. Um, and meeting the fans, you know, I like getting out and meeting fans and stuff and uh, chit-chatting with them. Um, I have the crawfish boils and different barbecue parties during the summer months and all the other YouTubers that are doing this kind of thing. I'll invite them over. We'll have a yeehaw good time. But, uh, yeah, my son, he doesn't really cook a whole lot. So um, it was all for not pretty much. You know, every once in a while he'll tell me he cooked one of my recipes and it turned out good, but that's rare. Yeah. So he but it's not the, oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me kind of thing. No, <laughs> no, no. no. It, it is kind of cool when I go walk through H-E-B and one of my fans recognizes me. Or, yeah, I'm sure. You know, or my butchers, of course. The managers at H-E-B all know me. I mean, a lot of people know who I am. Right. That work at H E B. But then just walking through the store, um, I remember one time I was I was per, you know, I was just kinda cruising by the meat market and the seafood market over there at H E B and I had my mom and my sister and my brother in law with me and my, my niece with me and somebody walked up and was like, Are you T Roy? And I'm like, Yeah And the rest of my family just 
split. They split. <laughs> they, they went away. You know, and I stood there about five minutes just chit-chatting with a fan. You know, yeah. They they know what happens. So and they're like, hey, but we got things to do. Yeah, yeah. We're going <laughs> shopping. Mm-hmm. You have fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you get recognized quite a bit. Then uh, I'd say maybe once a week. Yeah. It's it's not not that bad. You know. Yeah. So is it? I mean, you're saying it's kind of fun. Nobody's coming up and going, hey, why didn't you do this this way or anything? Or? No, everybody's been super nice and, and very kind. I mean, I, I haven't run into anybody that's been obnoxious or anything. Well, I, I, you know, that's one of the things that, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, and I'm sure that's one of the reasons that, that people are nice is because you come off very authentic and genuine, and you are, from everything I've met you know, so far, it's like, same guy you see on videos, the same guy sitting next to me, folks. Yeah. That's true. That's true. No and difference. No, no. I just I just try to live life to the fullest. I enjoy helping people. I like teaching people things that I know to help them out when they're trying to attempt to cook or something. You know, I'll try to give them some pointers so it makes their life a little easier because I've been there and done that probably, you know. So I, I just I, I enjoy the chit chat back and forth with my fans and other YouTubers who are trying to get into it and have questions. I, I'm not really that much of a social person, to be honest with you. Right. But you know, you put me in front of the camera with some lights on me, and I'm good to go. There you go. Yeah. No, that's always good. <laughs> never, never had stage fright. Now, I mean, uh, you know, it's that's kind of why we're doing this. Is Joel um, is a musician and host of the O. Henry Punoff for 20 years. So he's got no problem talking to anybody, and I love talking to people because it, I get to know new people all the time, and that's always fun to me because I get to explore new things. Like, you know, I'm talking to you about barbecue. I talked about uh, the guys last week about beer. Yeah, the Austin Brewer. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. That was a nice, nice interview you did with Mike Thanks. down there. But, yeah, no, it's, it's just fun to get to do different things. So... You said you have the other YouTubers over a couple times a year? Or? Yeah, I usually try to do at least a crawfish boil and maybe a barbecue, uh, you know, during the summer months when it's warmer. And uh, it's what's really hard, though, is trying to get everybody to pin down the same date to be able to make it. Yeah. That's the difficult part, because usually I've got other YouTubers, and they've got other plans. Like, some of them are doing barbecue competition cooking during those months, you know, so they can't make it certain weekends, and... Others are taking vacations because their kids are out of school or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know you've, um, I've seen one of your videos where you had a bunch of them over here and made some stuff, and is your wife, she's all good with all this, you know, yeah. One or twice, once or twice a week, uh, a month, hang on, once or twice a year, she's fine with it. Okay. Uh, so it's, we don't mind hosting that many people. The bad, the, the hard part is the cleanup. Yeah. You know, no, that's no. always, <laughs> you know, but usually what's really nice about all the YouTubers that I hang around with, we all help each other. I yeah. mean, once once we're done with that party, you know, everybody brings their cameras and shoots video and stuff. Once we're done, cameras are off. Everybody's helping to pick up and do dishes and, you know, clean up everything. It's really nice. nice. Yeah, no, that's so good. So it doesn't make it that bad at all. Yeah. So, so let me ask you a question. Okay. Where are you from? I'm originally from Oklahoma. Are you? Yeah. Oh, man. Edmonton. And they let you here in, in Texas, huh? You know, the funniest <laughs> thing was, I got down here. Uh, the reason I moved here was I came to visit a couple of friends of mine from college. And within a year, I found out there was six of us here. You know, and it just kept multiplying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh, this, this part of Texas is really pretty. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've got some some YouTubers like Cosmos Q. He's got some excellent rubs, but uh, excellent rubs and sauces. But Cosmos Q is out of uh, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. I hope to drive up there and meet him one day, or meet him at uh, my buddy Baby Bag Maniacs in the Dallas area. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was down here for some reason. Justin Baby Bag yeah. Maniac. He's in Dallas. Oh okay. It's, I, uh, I'd seen him over in your backyard enough. I thought it was no big drive. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's four four and a half hours to Dallas, so it's not that major of a drive. Yeah. So we we tend to hang out quite often. But uh, so how you doing for your first time on video? I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm looking at the camera enough yeah. or doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Hi, folks. <laughs> I talked him into it, guys. <laughs> You're doing good, man. You're doing good. You just, just be your natural self, see? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm just sitting here trying to converse with you and kind of forget the camera's there, but I realize <laughs> I need to look at it every once in a while. Yeah. Just glance every once in a while. Yeah. It'll be fine. Okay. So, um, so I'm kind of looking and seeing where we're at and, you know, um, so I think now we're going to move on to the fun part. Uh oh. Okay. All right. So, what was your first experience like here in Austin when you got here? What are the first things you remember? Eating a Whataburger. I went and had a Whataburger hamburger. Yeah. If we don't have those in Louisiana, it was pretty doggone good. Yeah. Yeah. No, they I are. I enjoyed it. I mean, there's a reason they're the most popular burger place in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what? Is your favorite place to go here in Austin? Mm, I don't really go out a whole lot. Mm -hmm. If I do, um, mm, I like Frida's, which is not far from me. It's a kind of a steak and seafood place. Mm -hmm. And also um, some tavern. I forget the name of it. Uh, Right off of 183, close to Lake Lion Mall, not far from me. Um, some ta some tavern, I can't remember the name of it. But those are really the only two places I'll go if I go out. Really? I, don't, I don't really go out socializing. I just if I go out, it's usually to eat. Right. You know, and that maybe once a month. Yeah. I mean, I usually cook. No, I know. So, do you do most of the cooking here at the house, or? I do. I do. My wife likes to do the baking, mm -hmm. and. Uh, she does breakfast stuff. Yeah. So she'll do some fish. But uh, usually everything else, I'm cooking. I'd say six nights out of the week, I'm cooking. Well, that brings up another one I meant to ask you about was the uh, fish. So I know I made smoked trout one time that was the biggest hit with all of my friends that, of anything I've ever done. Do you do the, some of the uh, stuff like that? Smoke. I know you did smoked salmon. Do you do? I usually don't. Um, I'm not a huge fish eater. Mm-hmm. And if I do get fish, I usually just grill it on my gas grill. Uh, and I, I, what's crazy, though, is my wife, the older she gets, the less she likes the smoked flavor. So mm. she won't eat smoked fish. I mean, that smoked salmon, I wound up eating it. She didn't, she, you know, she didn't want it. Well, wait a minute. How are you from Louisiana? You're not big on fish. Maybe I've had too much of it. <laughs> I, like I like fried fish. Yeah. But we're talking smoked. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah I'll sense. eat all the fried fish you give me. Cool. So, um, frog legs too. Frog legs, yeah. <laughs> My wife discovered she loved those in France. That's she was good, like, "I've man. never had frog legs, and these are good." Yep. So, I I do love Cajun eating. I do love Cajun eating. <laughs> They've got a, a a Cajun store right up here on six twenty in Parmer Lane. Uh, it's a little past, you know, a little further west. But it, they 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 sell they sell squirrel, they sell frog legs, they sell all the Cajun supplies. There used to be one down by me where I went and got some tasso one time to uh, 
to make my red beans and rice, but yeah. they went out of business down Yeah, there. They, they closed that store down south. This is the only one they have open now. Ah. But uh, that's where I go and get my crawfish and stuff, you know, when I do crawfish boils. Yeah? Yeah, they, they got a good supply over there, so. Well, luckily, here in Austin, it's almost as good as uh, Louisiana, I guess, for being able to, the availability of that kind of stuff. Because all my friends have crawfish boils, you know, even H-E-B carries the, the crawfish and stuff. And The only thing that my wife and I both love from Louisiana that we cannot get here in Austin is that French bread yeah. that they make po' boys oh, out of. Yeah. They, I guess it's something in the water there in, in the hard, or um, they got very soft water in Louisiana. So I guess it's something in the water, and out here in Austin we have the harder water. It just doesn't make the same bread. Yeah, no, I know. It's, I was talking to the guys at the brewery about the water because I knew there was a lot of Czech and German people here because of that, and it was because they could make the breads that they make back home, you know, so that's why we have all the, um, uh, what do you call those things, those stuffed well, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. They uh, check. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, too. I want to say kielbasa, but that's not it. No, that's no, that's no. the sauce. Um, yeah. Starts with wow. a K, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I, wow, that, that's just gone out of my mind. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll just skip that, yeah. and then we'll go on to our next fun question. So you've lived in Austin quite a while. You know Austin's motto is keep Austin weird. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in Austin? Uh, got a couple of things actually. Um, I saw a Volkswagen Bug totally covered in grass. That was weird. <laughs> I mean, actual real grass. Yeah. And also, my wife works around Shoal Creek. I was over there visiting her for lunch one day, and I saw probably like a seventy-ish year old guy riding his bike down Shoal Creek in just his tidy whities underwear. Well, you know, down further south, they've got Thong Guy. Oh, yeah? Who uh, rides his bike in a thong. Oh. Uh, that's a real treat when you run into him. Mm-hmm, goodness. <laughs> Let- Leslie was pretty weird, too. Yeah. Yeah. God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no short shortness of weird here. I mean, no. the one thing with all the people moving in here is it, it does change the personality a little bit, but there's still that quirky side. They're still here. Yeah, and it's a college town, so you get the younger folks in here, and they keep it weird, too. Yep. Absolutely. So, as far as um, anybody wanting to move here, what advice would you give them other than don't? Uh, everybody says don't. I mean, first off. <laughs> yeah, don't. We don't want no more. We don't want no more. Yeah. Uh, well, the weather is actually really nice. Uh, it's kind of gloomy today, but usually the weather is really nice. I will say it's, it's fairly windy most of the time here, which is also nice in my ass, in the way I look at it, because mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of mosquitoes or flies or anything, you know? At least it's breezy through here where I'm at. So uh, I like the weather. I like you know the climate overall. All year round is really nice. The uh, the rain when we get rain, it's usually raining pretty hard and then it moves out. It's not like it's lingering for any length of time, uh, which sometimes does cause flooding. So don't move to any kind of flood zones. But uh, it, there's a lot to do here in Austin. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Whether you like hiking, biking, fishing, camping, uh, anything outdoors. You know, boating, you can do it all here. You know, you can get on, on the lake and get a pontoon boat and just have a yeehaw good time all day long, you know, all weekend. Yep. And so, finally, what is, um, outside of traffic, population, what's the biggest change you've seen since you've been here? Man, there used to be such a variety of open fields in the area, especially the north side of Austin. Uh, just 
riding down some of the, the highways and looking at the rolling hills and the plains of grass or the, the wheat growing or the corn growing or cotton growing, a lot of that's being taken over now by subdivisions, business lots, uh, which is kind of sad to see. I, I, I'm more of a nature kind of guy, so I like getting out on the back roads and actually looking at nature. Do you, get, do you guys go out in the hill country very often or we stuff do. like that? We do, yeah. Sure do. Yeah. I love uh, like going from like Fredericksburg all the way up to, to like Lano, mm-hmm. you know, that whole area. Real pretty. Yeah, we, we enjoy the drive to Bernie sometimes where you take that back way over there. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And lots of hills and stuff. For sure, definitely. So, well, with that, I think we're going to kind of wrap it up here, but um, plug your stuff. That's what you you need to do. <laughs> all right, on YouTube, T-Roy Cooks, T-Roy Cooks. And uh, I am on Facebook under uh, Troy Cooks Good Food. I'm on Twitter. I forget. It's, I think it's just T-Roy underscore Cooks on Twitter. Um, Facebook's usually where you can find me. Other than that, uh, YouTube. Okay. You know, that's my main outlets. Okay. Anything big coming up that you want to tell people to be you know on what's, the lookout for? What's, what's actually funny, a lot of these... YouTubers, they'll plan stuff out months in advance, or they'll script what they're doing. Right. I just wing it, man. I walk in H-E-B and, and look and see what they have on sale, decide, will that work on this cooker that I'm wanting to use this week, and just kind of, I like to wing it, so I don't, I don't really plan anything out. Big cook's coming up. The only thing I really plan on doing, and I don't have any idea when I'm going to do it, I want to cook a brisket on my Lone Star Grill. That's the only thing I've really got you planned. Done one I don't think I've done one. I was looking at the history on my channel, and I don't think I've done a brisket on my Lone Star Grill, and I've had it like a year and a half. Yeah. I need to do a brisket on it. That the first thing I did on <laughs> I know. Well, I like to start, when I get a new cooker, I like to do some smaller cooks to get used to it. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you know? That, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't done a brisket, but one of my fans pointed it out, and I looked, went back and looked, and I was like, sure enough, I hadn't done a brisket on it, so so be looking for that. You've done some ribs, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all that. So, um, anything else you want to plug? Anything you want to ask me? What? I'm good. I'm about ready to go jump in that pool. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Hey, well, I, I want to thank you for being a guest, and Appreciate sorry it, that Joel didn't get to make it this week. And um, y'all have to come back and do it again. Yeah, we'll, we're happy to. Yeah, you know, it's no big deal. If I have a party, I'll let you know. So I, I would have Joel plug his concerts, but I don't know when they are <laughs> <laughs> since he's not here. So um, anyway, uh, until next time, uh, thanks, and we'll see you next time on the trail to Austin. Thank you.